0: Hello and welcome to The Reflecting Light Show. I am your host, April Rogers. Today, we have a special guest in Shelly Tomlinson. Thank you so much, Shelly, for being here with us. I'm excited about it. I can't wait to get into this conversation. Shelly is an author and a speaker and a farmer's wife. We're gonna talk about her Bible study that she wrote, Finding Deep and Wide, a little bit later, but I have previewed it and it is fantastic. Thank you. Shelly also loves to bring humor and storytelling into biblical truth. So I cannot wait to get this conversation started with Shelly. Thanks again for coming on the show, Shelly. Oh, I've
1: been looking forward to it ever since you called. I
0: can't wait. I always enjoy visiting with you. And Mm -hmm. anytime you get to share the gospel, it's a good day. That's right. Absolutely. And we have actually done several conferences together where we got to promote the gospel. And we got to take women on journeys on how to go deeper in their walk with the Lord Mm -hmm. through Bible study. That's another really passionate. About I know we definitely know do that <laughs> we'd need that in our lives. Yeah, so one of the things that we like to talk about here on the Reflecting Light Show is God's marvelous light oh. and how He takes us out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. And so, okay. really, what I want for us to discuss today is just your journey of how He has shown you His light and how you walk in the light day after mm-hmm. day. So let's just get started with with your life. Just tell us us all the things you're showing. When I get
1: a question like that, I feel like that little (laughs) bitty kid with a big old tee ball set up and a big red plastic (laughs) bat, you know, just just teed up for me to talk about Jesus (laughs) with a question like that. Um, You know... For me, April, having been raised in church, Mm -hmm. I I say I was in church nine months before I was born (laughs) and thereafter, you know, because this was my people. And yet I almost missed the dearest relationship in the world, the relationship with Christ Jesus that he came to give us. So I would love to just tell you a little bit how that happened and how that light came to me. So. I'm going to fast forward a lot and put you in the middle of it. When I'm a young married wife with two little kids okay. and I am, I'm sensing a call in my life. You know, I'm, I'm in church, I'm doing all the stuff, but I don't have an intimacy with Christ. And I could not get past the initial knowing whether or not I was a believer, which sounds right. so strange at this point, but having right. been raised in the church, you know, you almost, it's like almost by osmosis, you know, you're in the faith and we know that's not true. We right. know you have to make an individual decision to follow Christ, but my Uh, attempts were so feeble that I was always saying what we call the sinner's prayer which Mm -hmm. you know we don't want to speak a lot of Christianese in case you aren't familiar with that that are listening today but it just is that initial conversion experience yeah you know when you come to Christ because I didn't have an ongoing relationship with Christ that was fortifying me and you know was Mm -hmm. teaching me I would say the sinner's prayer again And I I jokingly say, I said, Dr. Seuss Center's prayers. And what I mean by that is I said it in a car. I said it from afar. I said it on my knee. I said it in a tree. You know, I would pray to Mm -hmm. be born again. Um, You know, this was going to be the last time, and I would never do it again. And then the next time there was an altar call, and, you You know, a preacher was saying,
0: right, a
1: preacher is saying, even if I didn't go to the altar and I was in my seat, and a preacher said, if you don't know that you're saved, Mm. I didn't know Mm. whether or not I was a child of God. So that period lasts a lot longer than we will go into right now, but here is the redeeming, beautiful gospel of Jesus Christ. One day I was in that mode, and I read John 17, 3, and it became my life verse. And you know it, Mm -hmm. you're already smiling, (laughs) but for those that may not be familiar with it, it said, Jesus himself is speaking and he says, this is life eternal to know God and Jesus Christ, whom he has sent. And April, what I realized is that my focus was on trying to know if I was secure, Mm -hmm. safe, if I was a believer, if I was going to heaven, this was my focus. And that day I changed my focus. And I said, yeah. no, I'm going to know you. Do you see the difference? I love that. I'm yes. going to know you. I don't want to know if I'm a believer, if I'm okay, if I'm safe, if you know all of that. Right. I want to know you. And I set my heart to know Him. And then you can ask me a million questions after that, but I can assure you my life changed that day when I began pursuing Jesus instead of pursuing the security of my relationship in Him. And when I began pursuing Him, mm-hmm. April, it was a couple years. i tear up every time. But it was a couple years before I realized that I had not said those kind of prayers. right. Wow you know, in forever. Mm -hmm. It was because he had stamped me that you're mine. Yes. Because I was after him Mm -hmm. and I had that assurance that I had looked for when I was looking for only the assurance.
0: That's beautiful. And so one of the things that stood out to me as you were saying that is that you wanted to know him but he he knew you. He already knew before that. the foundation of the world was even laid. Amen. And so Amen. it's that relationship. And when we get past the fact that you know we don't have to do anything to earn our salvation, but we can just have that assurance that mm. we're His and He is mine. It's just that two-way street. Yes, and, and, and
1: once you're abiding in that, you know, once right. He's your focus and your desire is for Him, He begins to do that transformative work inside of you that witnesses to you that right. you belong to me because right. you're not yeah. who you were anymore. Absolutely. You know, your tastes begin to change, mm-hmm. your desires, the things you want to do because all those years that I was sitting in a church and had no assurance of my salvation I wasn't doing anything that you and I would consider or the church would say a sinful life or sinful mm-hmm. pleasures and desires no I, I was trying to do all the things yeah
0: right but
1: I was doing them out of a misguided effort to mm-hmm. to to get somewhere mm-hmm. It just changed everything and if I could tell you one more short yeah, story absolutely. it's the reason why I love to to camp here. Because there was a time that I thought, okay, I'll, I'll quit telling that part of my story. I've told it so many, many times, but it never fails. Something like this will happen. Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus reaffirms to me that much of the body of Christ is where I was.
0: Yeah, Much
1: of the body. So April, the reason I love to tell this story is because Jesus uses it to speak to me all the time and say, this is where the body of Christ is is. So so many people are in church and they don't yeah. know Jesus. Yes. And so an illustration of that, I was speaking at a retreat, a ladies retreat, mm-hmm. and there was this one precious woman and she was sitting in the audience. It, we, we were in a beautiful retreat center mm-hmm. and every day she sat up close. She listened to everything. Um, I'm painting a picture for you, trying to help you see her as just this sold out woman of God. Okay. Because okay. she was there. She was taking notes. She laughed at my jokes, whether they were funny or <laughs> (laughs) not you know she was just in it all weekend and when I was about to leave and she had already endeared herself to me I'm packing up she came over to me and she whispered to me and she said I don't want any of these other ladies to hear me say this she said but I've been in church all my life and I don't really know if I'm saved wow I don't know I I don't Mm know why don't I know for sure that I'm saved and I'll I could give her was my life experience. Yes. And I said to her, I know where you are and I can assure you that there is a change of focus where you can put your eyes on Christ Jesus and right. leave everything else alone. And it will tend to itself when you decide that you need him and you need to know him intimately, mm-hmm. this will not be an issue in your life. I love that. And that woman, I'm, has she grown by leaps and bounds? I wish I could just put her on a poster somewhere because she's so full of the love of God now. And he is doing what he promises. He flows out of us. She doesn't have to generate yeah. anything, but she made him her focus.
0: And when we can get out of ourselves and out of that embarrassment, you know, yes. you were saying that she was saying, right. I'm embarrassed for the yeah. other ladies to hear this. Yeah. But whenever we can respond to the gospel, then it changes everything for us. And we cannot be ashamed to do that. We have to be men and women who are willing to say, you know what, if I don't know, then I want to know. And I want to have that relationship with him because it, it's eternal. Yes. And our time is short. And maybe we talked about right. this before. Right. We talked but about that before yeah. yeah, and yeah. you
1: can't leave that up to well, I hope and maybe and right. you know possibly right. and and I'm trying to do some right things or you know all the right. the silly things that mm-hmm. we do. You know, it's just Jesus. That's and right. he and and I also if I could add here it's that ever-going constant need of him. Mm-hmm. That where we walk in the light, right. because um, you know we we as a body, we as the church, have been known to refer back to a day, mm-hmm. the day that I was saved, or the day mm-hmm. I came to Christ, or whatever, and you know that's all good and it's wonderful to remember where Jesus brought right. you from, but. What is he doing today?
0: Yes, This is the light yeah.
1: that we're supposed to live in. What is he doing today right. in you?
0: So what does that look like to have a deep and abiding relationship with Jesus, walking in the light, just putting one foot in front of the other? There are, there are so many unknowns in the world right now, so uh, much uncertainty. Whoa. So how do you do that in your everyday life?
1: <laughs> okay, so for me, it is just full out saying, I need you. I'm the neediest one on the planet. Look right here. I love that. Because I don't care what everybody else is doing, but start right right here. So every morning of my life, Jesus has taught me to slip out of bed to my knees. And I'm going to qualify this for people that may physically not be able to do that. Because I'm talking about a heart attitude, so it's not necessary that someone's on their knees. Of course, you know, and that's not my prayer time. It's like a second. I'm, I'm really kind of moving. I'm, I'm down and up. You know, it's not a time that I'm going to pray um, a lengthy prayer. But it's my recognition Mm -hmm. when my eyes open that I need you, and I need you right now, and I'm going to need you today. I may say it a thousand different ways over the course of you know a week. But I'm going to go to my knees and say, if you don't boss me, I'm going to boss me. Because I wake up <laughs> wanting to boss me. I mean, I, I want to be boss. That's I'll who love we are. It. Love it. We yeah. all want to be boss. Yeah. And I need you.
0: Yeah, good. That's so like, good. And
1: then I get up and go and try mm-hmm. to live, you know, endeavor to live that way. That's, that's wonderful.
0: I love that. And so then as the day progresses, then you have a a time that you spend with Him. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yes, because what would we do if we didn't have the living Word to feed on, right? Right. That's right. So yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to have my prayer time and I'm going to seek Him. And oh, another episode. Oh, I could tell you about all the wiggy things I have done in developing a prayer life that you would just fall out of your chair Uh, laughing until I discovered the preciousness of prayer.
0: I need to know all of that. Oh, I will I have it. to
1: tell you yes. that I have been the wiggiest person on the planet. But <laughs> out of all that, Jesus has taught me how to relate to him in prayer and how to nourish myself in prayer. Mm-hmm. And I'm, a, I'm just a weird extrovert introvert because I love people, yeah. but I could just
0: sit on my porch with Jesus yeah. until he comes. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I want to take a quick moment to thank the Jeremy Barnhill Foundation for sponsoring the Reflecting Light Show. The Jeremy Barnhill Foundation exists to connect the next generation to God. And they do this by sponsoring teens to go on mission trips or youth events, anything that will deepen their relationship with the Lord. You can find them on Facebook by simply searching for the Jeremy Barnhill Foundation. Now let's get back to our conversation with Shelly. Shelly, I wanted to go back to what we were talking about earlier, whenever you said that you just wanted to sit on your porch (laughs) for hours and just experience just Jesus, just time with Jesus. And that is one of my absolute favorite things to do as well. But let's talk to the woman that maybe has young children or is a working woman and she is just trying to get everything done for the day. And and she feels like I just don't have enough hours in the day to spend time with him. What would you say to her?
1: Okay. Once again, I love that question. I love it. I'll try not to be too wordy with that answer, but it mm-hmm. just makes me want to jump all over that because I get time constraints. I'm wife, mm-hmm. mom, grandmom to six, you know, farmer's wife, yeah. um, yep. ministry deadlines you that are just always calling. You have and, a lot. And, yeah. A lot the, of
0: placement. yeah the,
1: the ministry deadlines mm-hmm. are always there and mm-hmm. I'm always owing words to someone somewhere. So clearly yeah. I can't just sit on my back porch, you know, all day long, and fulfill the call that God's put on my life. So, yeah. what I would like to say to to those that are listening: Go, I want to develop a deeper prayer life, but yeah. you know, I have this two minutes, and mm-hmm. and then the kids run in, and and I can't. When I referred earlier to some of the wiggy things that I have done, this would be one of them because in trying to develop that type of prayer life, Mm -hmm. there was a time that, you know, I would would get everything right, like my coffee, my Bible, and, you know, I'm like, I'm going to have this time with the Lord, and then something would interrupt me, and I'm like, well, okay, goodbye, Lord, I'll see you tomorrow, as if he was going to stay right there, I'm Mm -hmm. going to go into my day, and he's going to be right there on the back porch waiting for me. He's like,
0: let me come with you. Can I come? You
1: got it. Can I come with you? So, my prayer life began to change. When I would stand up, if, if I was interrupted, if you'll need something mm-hmm. at the farm, you know, something, and I had to leave that precious time with Christ, I would stand up and I'd go, Go with me. I don't want to walk out of prayer. I mm-hmm. want to walk in prayer. That's good. Go with me. That's good. And then I would just train myself that as I was headed out to the farm to deliver that part, I would just mm-hmm. pick back up on what I was saying and right. say, Lord, so, and just keep talking to Him. And learning that Jesus is wanting to do life with you, mm-hmm. he doesn't, he, ah, I don't want to bust anyone's bubble, but he's not just about your quiet time. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. just want yeah. your quiet time. He, he wants a quiet heart for you.
0: Yes. And that
1: quiet heart That's for sad. you is while you're doing all the things you're doing, while you're checking mm-hmm. all those things and while you're going to do that with Him. So I'm going to look for that type of intentional time every day. And I'm going to make sure that Christ knows that this this is my heart. You know, I want you first. And so I'm going to look mm-hmm. for Him first. But I'm going to make sure that I ask him to help me be conscious of his presence. Because this is where life, this is Mm -hmm. the light that is in Mm -hmm. me and to be conscious of him as I go about my day. And what happens is, the Lord begins to show you areas, more time, more opportunities to engage with him verbally in prayer that you didn't see were there.
0: That's good. You know, I, I think about Paul's words to us, and it's a very short verse in the Bible where yeah. it just has Pray continually, Right. Yeah. pray continually, and I think about how how can I do this in my yeah. everyday life, yeah. and so for me, that looks like driving the kids to school, mm-hmm. and we just pray on the way, yeah. and then as I'm going to work, then maybe I have some worship music on, and just yes. inviting him in wow. to the conversation, and if we have a true relationship with him, which yes. is what we're talking about, yes. goes back to, to what we said in the beginning, then he's just there he's and you just have that conversation right. and all those feelings of perfectionism <gasps> that I put on my shoulders, it can just fall right off. Mm-hmm. It's so good because okay. I'm that firstborn mm-hmm. people pleaser. I have to get it right. And the Lord just said, I don't want that. I just mm-hmm. want your heart. I just don't want you heart. to be perfect, April. Yeah. I just, I just That's want it. you
1: that's it. And to just celebrate that, Mm -hmm. there is nothing that will bring you into prayer quicker than to sit down and and just remind yourself that it's not me, it's you. Like, I'm just drawing near to you because you promised that you would draw near to me. And Mm -hmm. you're not drawing near to me based on what I did or didn't do. You're not drawing near to me based on any merit that I have. You're drawing near to me based on the open door of fellowship that Jesus opened. And just like, It's too good to be true, but I'm just going to run in and start fellowshipping. Yeah. And instead, we will, or I did in the past, just do all these things, all these things to try to get into his presence. Yeah. And he's just like, I made a way for you to come. Yes,
0: You're already here. That's (laughs) right. He is. Yeah. He is. Well, I love that part of the conversation, but now I want to ask you a little bit of a lighter question.
1: Okay.
0: Is there anything that is lightening your load these days.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Lightening my load. It is is a big load. Walmart pickup line.
0: Walmart pickup. Okay, Walmart pickup
1: line is lightening my load. (laughs) So I had people tell me, you really got to start doing this. And I was like, oh, no, you know, I was not an early adapter. And, you know, I'm fine. I can run in and get what I need. And so now I'm on the whole bandwagon. You know, it does lighten my load to be able to call that and have that ready to pick up. But um, do you have time for one fast yes. story? Yes. Um, I'll tell you, there is some danger involved in the Walmart pickup okay. line. Okay, what is because that? Because you could be a sweet little mama at the Walmart pickup line uh, waiting for your groceries yeah. and, and like get distracted on your phone and a crazy grandmother keggy type that's not paying attention to anything mm-hmm. other than her own world the other day, I walked over and opened up someone's back. It looked like my white Tahoe, and so I opened up her white Tahoe instead, and she's like startled, you know, and she said, I think you have the wrong car, and I'm like, yeah, I think, you know, I mean, you know, so there's some danger in the Walmart aisle, so look around for people like me, because we don't, we mean well, Yes. but we can be distracted.
0: I've actually done that before where I have gotten into someone's car right. and I looked over and I was expecting my husband to be mm-hmm. there and it was another person. Yes. It's, it's so embarrassing. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, thank you for that. I, that. I honestly wish that Walmart pickup would have been around when I had two young kids. Oh, because wow. it is yes. that lifesaver. Yes. And so Walmart, we need you to be a sponsor for our next show. <laughs> uh, but before we go, I want to talk about your latest Bible study because I have oh. actually had a chance. I was there whenever you were typing the videos. Yes. And I want you to tell everybody about what, what is the study about and how can they find you? Okay,
1: so I brought them because okay. you asked me Good. to have the material. So I have them here for you. And of course, the book came first. It's yeah. Finding Deep and Wide, Stop Settling for the Life You Have, and Live the One Jesus Died to Give oh. You. And I just opened my veins and bled on the page. You know how it wow. is writing a book. You've I released do. your I first, yeah. I'm so excited yeah. for you. But this is my heart. And it is that transition from um, like knowing of God and trying to have your home, your life and Jesus on the side and try to figure out how to make it work. And right. I sang a little song in grade school in a little church in a little bitty chair deep and wide. Now Mm -hmm. there's a fountain flowing deep and wide. And this book, I'm I'm even going to say this. I didn't think I was going to, but this book will help you find that deep and wide because I'm hearing from people that are getting it. So that's what this book, it will help you find Mm -hmm. that deep and wide life for Christ in Christ that you want. And of course, I did it as a videotaping yes, that you and said. fantastic. You were there, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that. And then, um, because people, there are some questions in here for mm-hmm. small groups, but mm-hmm. there were um, people getting in touch with me, churches that wanted to go deeper in mm-hmm. the material. So I did a workbook, and this mm-hmm. is available on Amazon as well. Um, my copy has errors. I'll just go ahead and tell you that because it was too early. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This one that I have, I didn't uh, use my publisher. My publisher did all this, and then I did the workbook. Wonderful. So all those wrinkles are out, and you can go get Good. the workbook now at Amazon, Good.
0: too. And then what is your website where people can find you?
1: Oh, I made that simpler. I sure did. Okay. So um, just a short while ago, I would have told you the Belle of All Things Southern. Cause that's what I've been forever, yeah. and there's a story there that... April doesn't have time for, and I shortened all that. So people can still go to me through the bell of all things Southern, but. Shellyt.com redirects there.
0: Isn't that easier? Yes, that's so much easier. Shellyt.com
1: will get you to my website.
0: And we will link that for you guys in the show notes. So then that way you can find Shelly and you can order her awesome materials. (laughs) And I also wanna tell you guys about Made to Shine. This is 90 Devotions to Enjoy and Reflect God's Light. You can find this book on my website, which is aprilrogers.com. Friends, thank you so much for coming alongside of us at the Reflecting Light Show. Thank you, Shelly, for being our guest and for telling us how we can go deeper in our relationship Mm -hmm. with the Lord. And it is all about that relationship, deep and wide. Oh, I enjoyed it. Thank you. That's what it is. All right. See you later, friends. Go out and be the light. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for tuning into the Reflecting Light Show. We hope that you enjoyed it and you got some positivity out of it. If you did, please let us know and share it with a friend. Until next time, go and be the light.